Twelfth Night, the podcast is presented in part thanks to Bar Harbor Bank and Trust and Mount Royal Academy. In lieu of buying a ticket for this performance, we ask that those of you who are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the barn in support of our education programming. Next up in the junior intern season is our online musical, The Pirates of Penzance, which will debut Friday, August 21st. Please visit nlbarn.org slash children's theater for more information. Previously on Twelfth Night, the podcast, Olivia boldly proclaims her affection for Cesario, who is really Viola in disguise. Viola rejects her advances. By innocence, I swear, and by my youth, I have one heart, one bosom, and one truth, and that no woman has. Malvolio continues to act like a fool, believing every word of the letter that Mariah, Sir Toby, and Sir Andrew used to trick him. Olivia believes him to be mad. Good Mariah, let this fellow be looked to. Let some of my people have a special care of him. A duel between Sir Andrew and Cesario is on the horizon. A mix-up ensues when Antonio spots Cesario, believing him to be Sebastian. Viola begins to wonder if her brother is still alive. Prove true, imagination, oh prove true, that I, dear brother, be now tame for you. Episode 4, Flood of Fortune. Act 4, Scene 1, Olivia's Courtyard. Enter Sebastian and Festy. Will you make me believe that I am not sent for you? Go to, go to, thou art a foolish fellow. Let me be clear of thee. Well held out of faith. No, I do not know you, nor I am not sent to you by my lady to bid you come speak with her, nor your name is not Master Cesario, nor this is not my nose, neither. Nothing that is so is so. I prithee, vent thy folly somewhere else. Thou knowest not me. Vent my folly? He has heard that word of some great man, and now applies it to a fool. Vent my folly? Tell me what I shall vent. To my lady, shall I vent to her that thou art coming? I prithee, foolish Greek, depart from me. There's money for thee. If you tarry longer, I shall give you worse payment. Enter Sir Andrew, Sir Toby Belch, and Fabian. Now, sir, have I met you again? Ow! There's for you! Why, there's for thee! Ow! And there! And there! (laughs) Stop it! Are all the people mad? (laughs) This will I tell my lady straight. Come on, sir. Hold. Nay, let him alone. I'll go away to work with him. I'll I'll have an action of battery against him. Let go thy hand. Come, sir. I will not let you go. I will be free from thee. What wouldst thou now? If thou darest tempt me further, draw thy sword. Enter Olivia. Hold, Toby. On my life I charge thee, hold. Madam. Will it ever be thus? Ungracious wretch. Fit for the mountains and the barbarous caves, where manners ne'er were preached, out of my sight. Be not offended, dear Cesario. Rudesby, be gone. I prithee, gentle friend, let thy fair wisdom, not thy passion, sway in this uncivil and unjust extent against thy peace. Go with me to my house, and hear thou there how many fruitless pranks this ruffian hath botched up that thou thereby mayst smile at this. Thou shalt not choose, but go. What relish is in this? How runs the stream? Or am I mad, or else this is a dream? 
let fancy still my sense and lethe steep. If it be thus to dream, still let me sleep. Nay, come, I prithee, would thou be ruled by me? Madam, I will. Oh, say so, and so be. Act Four, Scene Two, Olivia's house. Enter Mariah and Festy. Nay, I pray thee, put on this gown and this beard. Make him believe thou art Sir Topaz the curate. Do it quickly. I'll call Sir Toby the whilst. Well, I'll put it on, and I will dissemble myself in it. And I would I were the first that ever dissembled in such a gown. The competitors enter. Enter Sir Toby Belch and Mariah. Jove bless thee, Master Parson. Buenos dias, Sir Toby. To him, Sir Topaz. What ho? I say peace in this prison. The knave counterfeits well. A good knave. Who called there? Sir Topaz the curate who comes to visit Malvolio the lunatic. Sir Topaz, good Sir Topaz, go to my lady. Out, hyperbolical fiend! How vexest thou this man? Talkest thou nothing but of ladies? Well said, Master Parson. Sir Topaz, never was man thus wronged. Good Sir Topaz, do not think I am mad. They have laid me here in hideous darkness. Fie, thou this honest Satan. Seest thou, this house is dark. I am not mad, Sir Topaz. I say to you, this house is dark. Madman, thou errest. I say there is no darkness but ignorance, in which thou art more puzzled than the Egyptians in their fog. I say, this house is as dark as ignorance. And I say, there was never man thus abused. I am no more mad than you are. Make the trial of it in any constant question. What? Is the opinion of Pythagoras concerning wildfowl? That the soul of our grandam might happily inhabit a bird. And what thinkest thou of his opinion? I think nobly of the soul, and no way approve his opinion. Fare thee well. Remain now still in darkness. Thou shalt hold the opinion of Pythagoras, ere I will allow of thy wits. Fare thee well. No, no, don't go. No, Sir Topaz. Sir My Topaz. most exquisite no, Sir Topaz. Nay, I am for all waters. Thou mightest have done this without thy beard and gown. He sees thee not. To him, in thine own voice, and bring me word of how thou findest him. I would we were well rid of this knavery. If he may be conveniently delivered, then I would he were. For I am now so far in offense with my niece that I cannot pursue with any safety this sport to the upshot. Come by and bide to my chamber. Hey, Robin, jolly Robin, tell me how that lady does. Fool! My lady is on kind party. Yeah. Fool, I say. She loves another. Who calls, huh? Good fool, as ever thou wilt deserve well at my hand, help me to a candle and pen, ink and paper. As I am a gentleman, I will live to be thankful to thee for it. Master Malvolio? Aye, good fool. Alas, sir. How fell you besides your five wits? Fool, there was never a man so notoriously abused. I am as well in my wits, fool, as thou art. But as well? Then you are mad indeed, if you be no better in your wits than a fool. I tell thee, I am as well in my wits as any man in Illyria. Good fool, some ink, paper, and light, and convey what I will set down to my lady. It shall advantage thee more than ever the bearing of letter did. I will help you to it, but tell me true. Are you not mad indeed, or do you but counterfeit? Believe me, I am not. I tell thee true. I will fetch you light and paper and ink. Fool, I'll requite it in the highest degree. 
I pray thee, be gone. I'm gone, sir, and anon, sir, I'll be with you again. Shibidi doop ba boop ba doo da doop ba boo yeah doo. Act four, scene three, Olivia's garden. Enter Sebastian. This is the heir. That is the glorious sun. This pearl she gave me. I do feel it and see it. And though tis wonder that enwraps me thus, yet tis not madness. Where's Antonio, then? I could not find him at the elephant, yet there he was, and there I found this credit that he did range the town to seek me out. His counsel now might do me golden service. For though my soul disputes well with my sense that this may be some error but no madness, yet doth this accident and flood of fortune so far exceed all instance, all discourse, that I am ready to distrust mine eyes and wrangle with my reason that persuades me to any other trust but then I am mad, or else the lady's mad. Yet, if t'were so, she could not sway her house, command her followers, take and give back affairs in their dispatch with such a smooth, discreet, and stable bearing as I perceive she does. There's something in it that is deceivable. But here the lady comes. Enter Olivia and a priest. Blame not this haste of mine. If you mean well, now go with me and with this holy man into the chantry by. There, before him, and underneath that consecrated roof, plight me the full assurance of your faith, that my most jealous and too doubtful soul may live at peace. He shall conceal it, whilst you are willing it shall come to note. What time will our celebration keep according to my birth? What do you say? I'll follow this good man and go with you, and having sworn truth, ever will be true. Then lead the way, good father, and heaven so shine that they may fairly note this act of mine. Twelfth Night the Podcast is presented by the New London Barn Playhouse. Executive producers for the New London Barn Playhouse are Keith Coughlin, Elliot Cunningham, and Josh Fader. Producers for Twelfth Night the Podcast are Alexandra Crosby, Brittany Sue Hines, Andrew Miller, and Desiree Zarati. Our production assistant is Abby Sweet. Our theme was composed by Alexandra Crosby. Original music by Alexandra Crosby. Our sound engineers are TJ Guffey and Alexandra Crosby. This episode of the podcast includes performances by Bailey Carmody, Mason Christensen, Katie Davis, Sophie Davis, Jonathan Glidewell, Krish Mishra, Katie Nowicki, Eva Rue, Josh Sherman, Aaron Smith, and Molly Smith. Special thanks to Kathleen Mulligan and Jonathan Miller.